MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, Jazz E. Fiddle. I've got the syndrome! (laughs) And our levels are gone. Producer is already pissed. (laughs) He's naked and screaming and flinging his poo. No one knows what's going on, and we're 30 seconds into this fucker. What's going on? <laughs> Let's introduce our producer one last time as he calms down. Welcome, Ebone Capone, the Deadite Knight. Jazzy makes me want to quit. <laughs> not, not just this podcast, not just playing video games, life, but life. Yeah, yeah. Thank I mean, you for that, Jazzy. <laughs> what I'm best oh, at doing. Man. Anyways, welcome to episode 127 of the Gamezilla Podcast. <sighs> Jazzy? Raw. Jazzy? Raw. Yeah, that's my roar. It's like my little, like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> getting, getting ready. Right here. Right <gasps> Jazzy's the reason I drink. I just cracked open a <laughs> Miller Lite. Yeah, I'll cheer to that. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, drink, we drink because we of drink Jazzy, Jazzy, not to Jazzy. Get your Citrus Splash Dasani out of here. He can't even drink water. He's got to have flavored it's water. It's Nestle and it's orange. <laughs> I guess that's citrusy. Mandarin orange. Jesse, what have you been playing? What have you been playing? Oh, man. Man. I've been playing the greatest thing I've ever played in my life, ever. Overwatch. Yeah, we know. No. (laughs) Rigs. Rigs. On the PlayStation VR. Yeah. Oh, man. What's the PlayStation VR? People may not know that. um, VR stands for violent and reactive. Oh, dear God. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually how your colon feels after eating Taco Bell. After oh. eating anything. Drinking that water, it's how your colon feels. <laughs> no, but it's PlayStation's virtual reality. Um, got a little bit of early access to the new Resident Evil game. You and I went and stood in the freezing colds of the it night. It was not that cold. It was slightly chilly. Once the sun went down, it was cold. We waited in line, in line for about an hour. Yeah. But it was worth it. They uh, they only came in for one day here in Michigan. They only had one stop in Michigan, and uh, we got to try out the VR experience for Resident Evil. What would you, you think? Did. That was your first taste of VR. Yes, and your very I, like very first. I instant. I didn't. I didn't say it to you because I knew you were gonna rub it in my face. But I was like, all right. I already know that Grim has the PlayStation VR, so I'm gonna go over his house tomorrow, and I'm gonna play it. And if it's anything like this experience I just had, I'm going to have to get one. How would I rub that in your face? I'd just say, yeah. Because you rub everything in my face. Let's just go get it. So I came over the next day, played one match of Riggs, which is... And I rubbed it in his face. Yes. Like a dog that pooped in the house. And we immediately went out and got me a PlayStation VR. (laughs) But not only did we get him a PlayStation VR, he couldn't even wait for them to come back in stock with the bundle. He went out and bought everything a la carte. That's because the whole state of Ooh, Michigan French. was out of the bundle. It's true. Uh, the whole world, the whole like yeah. everywhere was. 
check eBay. They want like nine hundred dollars for the bundle right now. Yep. No way, and then there's no way. Like I was, I couldn't wait that long. Yeah, I had to have it that day. I couldn't wait that long either because I need someone to play rigs with. But anyways, rigs is like this mech game where you get <clears throat> it's three on three, and there's three different game modes. There's like a football game mode. There's a you know power yourself up and then uh, score yourself into the other team's game mode, and then there's just like a team death match. And basically, what it is is you get put into this mech, and I will tell you this. At the ripe age of 32, I do not think that in my lifetime I will ever actually get to see something along the lines of a Pacific Rim Wrong. or a. <laughs> it's happening. Future is now. Not fact. Yeah. Or a, <laughs> or a um, like Avatar where people are. Listen, this is just because you're not a believer, okay? It's going to happen. I'm just man. saying, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm getting robot legs. Like Darth Maul. Yeah, like Darth Maul with metal legs. Like. No, nothing like that. Yes, everything like the... Who, what other mo- robot legs would you want? I'm telling you Lieutenant that... Lieutenant Dan got spaceship legs in Forrest Gump. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying that in my lifetime, I don't think I'm ever going to see it, and this game allowed me to be in a mech. Virtual reality, I'm in a mech. I can look around. I can look at the cool uh, spray paint uh, tattoos on the, on the gun that's sitting to my right. They're not tattoos. They're graffiti. Same... Robots can't have tattoos. What do you think graffiti is? Not tattoos. It's tattoos. Tattoos to have to be on organic material. I'm so, oh my god, you uh, are so- also. You don't wait, look- wait, wait, wait. What if you put a rub-on tattoo like on like a doll? It still counts as a tattoo. Eh, it's like yeah. a, it's like a uh, a fake fake tattoo. Yeah, double fake. So I guess that cancels out. So it's a tattoo. Cool. But let's be honest. Jesse's not looking at tattoos. He's not looking at graffiti. He's staring down at his crotch, looking at his own, like, well, sorry, he's female. Looking at his own (laughs) pussy. (laughs) He's grabbing his own pussy. Fact. He's grabbing his own gina. I make the comment that anybody would make, I am not seatbelted into this mech. What if I fall out? I could die. You are locked into that mech. No way. First of all. There's no seatbelt. Time out. Okay. I'm the rigs master here, okay? I brought you in, boy. Listen here. Listen, I boy. got more MVP trophies no, you don't. on my list than you You will don't even dream know how many MVP trophies I have because the stats don't work in the game. But listen. <laughs> <laughs> Fact. <laughs> you do get locked into these mechs because when you get picked up to be put in that mech, there's these little mechanisms on your shoulders that these robots lock into and they pick you up, which means those same mechanisms lock you into your mech. Hence why you will not fall out of your mech. Hence why, if you paid attention, you'd see that those robots fly away, so they're no longer locking you into anything. Oh my god, I'm going to punch you. Did you just hear what I said? The things that are on my suit is what the robot's locked into. Yeah. So they're still on my suit, which means my mech locked into them. Have you looked at your shoulder? There's nothing locked they're into the there. mech. there. You can't see your back. I don't care if you can see 360. Are you? What are you doing? Like, morphing your... Breaking your neck and looking at your back? Listen, you... Maybe if you spent less time up in the air from getting ejected from dying and getting all of that low oxygen levels, yeah, yeah, yeah. you would be able to you know, comprehend what I'm trying to say here. Sure thing, Mr. 2 and 15. Sure thing. Whatever. Anyways. I enjoy what, it. What else have you been playing? We're on the same team, remember? <laughs> Just so everybody knows, we're actually yeah. teammates. And we're good. We're, yeah, and we're good. This is why we're good. Yeah. We push each other. Anyways, what else have you been playing? Man, played some Overwatch. It has that new spooky game mode, which we'll get into a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Played some uh, League of Legends, but I don't want to talk about that. 
And um, <laughs> good, save it for me because I do want to talk about it. I believe that's it. All right. Well, now that uh, the uh, twins are done bickering, Ebone, you are a part of the show. How's it going, buddy? I uh, I feel good to feel included now. Yeah. Well, you don't want to be part of what we were just doing there. That's that's not healthy. No. I, uh, VR is out of my budget, and Taco Bell screwed me by not giving me my, my big box, so now I'll never win a VR. Yeah. I meant more like the bickering and the hatred amongst each other. I don't care enough about either of you to argue about anything. That's fair. That's fair. That is why we let you just hang on in that corner and do what you do, because we don't give a shit about you either. Sit up here with my thumb up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> he right. jerks off in that corner because we can't see him. That's right. He thinks we can't see him, but there's cameras don't all over the place. Don't ask for a hand check. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see that mess. Hand check. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Dang. All right, so have you been playing any games lately? Well, I know we're going to talk more Overwatch later. Been hitting in a little bit of Overwatch, and then after... A couple weeks of in- inspiring questions by Sci-Fi AJ. I've been testing my mic quite a bit, playing a lot of Mortal Kombat 9 on the PS3. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to work my way on the story mode because he uh, he informed me that he ordered me a copy of XL for my birthday coming up at the end of the month. Ooh. He ordered a copy for himself and a copy for me, so him and I will be testing our might against one another. So I'm trying to get through the story mode on MK9 slash brushing up my abilities uh, to get ready for Nice. That's MK exciting. XL. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty excited about it. Having a lot of fun. My uh, my thumbs are sore, but I'm having a fun time because I love Mortal Kombat. Sweet. Well, I've been playing rigs. I uh, picked up PlayStation VR on launch and having a lot of fun with it. Uh, rigs is so much fun though that I have not opened up Batman. I haven't opened up PS Worlds. The only other thing that's been in my system for VR has been the demo disc, just because I was setting up using the demo disc and now it's just full-time rigs because i love that game it's uh made by gorilla which i think we failed to mention if you don't know who gorilla games are shame on you that and they created Killzone, and they are about to create or they are creating and about to release horizon zero dawn the biggest game ever made the best game ever made i'm already calling it but um <laughs> Yeah, that, that, gonna, I won't I'm, argue this with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm really throwing it up on that pedestal to crash hard. So this gonna be the next No Man's move Sky. over No Man's Sky. I got a new person to commit suicide with, but Ian, uh, you're you. gonna get the game, and the controls are gonna be so ass backwards and broken that it doesn't matter how good it looks or how like yeah. fun it could be. If in the first five ten minutes that's the case, I'm gonna remember this moment that you said that. No, no, no! You are not gonna yep. call a dick punch. You cannot call. <laughs> call it, no, call, call no. it now. No, it's already been called. No, you can't. You There's didn't no call limit. it. I blocked your call before yeah. you called it. I unblocked it. Listen, if you CEO listen to the game of Motor City Gaming, unblock dick punch. Done. There's no dick punch veto. Listen, if you listen <laughs> I make to this the rules podcast, around here. I'm gonna get. I built just- this city with bullets. <laughs> <laughs> bullets and hoes. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast now, remember in, in the coming year that I will be unjustfully dick punched by Grimm. Unjustfully. That's fine. It just- could be unjustfully, justfully, it's happening. You just better hope to God this game's amazing because you're the one that brought the f- bad voodoo upon it. The fans will turn on you for bullying me with a dick punch. Fans hate me already. It <laughs> They'll matter. turn on you. They I wrote have- it down in my notebook. Thank you, sir. 1040, episode 127, E-Bone Dick Punch. <laughs> 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 Fantastic. So, anyways, been playing rigs, having fun with that, and uh, <clears throat> played some Overwatch. We got to uh, try out some of the new game modes that we'll be talking about later in the show. 
Um, and besides that, just some uh, Xbox. Been playing, been playing around with the Xbox, downloading some uh, some games, and playing more Gears, of course. Gears of War four. Um, haven't played with Jazzy yet, though. Nope. Jazzy hasn't even put Gears of War four in his system. <laughs> no, nope. he has VR. That Xbox isn't getting it's done. Used. It's yeah. done. He just yeah. flushed all that money yeah. down the toilet. Yeah. No, I'm still playing. There's it's already just... been, there's already been numerous people that have, that have uh, offered to buy it from him. So it might get it might get transferred real quick. He could play Gears in cinema mode by hooking his Xbox One up to the PSVR. That is true, and yep. also we'll be talking about that later too. What? <laughs> that was lame. Thanks. What? what? Thanks. Um. All right. Well. Yeah. So that's that's basically what I've been playing. Um. Let's know what you've been playing on the MotorCityGaming.com forums. But I just realized that my whole uh, situation here is all closed down. So let's uh, wake it up. Boop boop boop. Waking it up with bullets. And hose. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new uh, game the theme song. Hill. It's called Bullets and Hose. That's right. Yeah. All right. So new soundtrack coming soon. Let's let's get into a little bit of what's coming up here. You can look forward to the year of the delay has struck again. Guardian, are you ready for another light boost? And Rockstar teases us with something very red. All this and more on the Gamezilla podcast. Now, as I sit here. And I twirl my beard in speculation of what the Nintendo homeboy will bring if it's uh, announced anytime ever. I sit here and twist my beard and think to myself, my beard is healthy, luscious, and, well, it looks good. And that's because I use products from DetroitBeardCollective.com. And you can, too. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and order beard balms, beard elixirs, beard combs, beard shampoo. Get all the goodness to help your face fur look fresh. And you can even have a subscription delivered to your house uh, based on whatever schedule you feel you need your beard care products. It's called the Beard Crake. Beard crack. Beard, <laughs> beard crack. Beard crack. Like it's a crate. It's beard crack. You yeah. sniff it. You get, you get super high. All chopped up on beard dust. Oh, we just gave them a new product. Beard crack. <laughs> so go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and order all your beard care supplies. Use the code MCGAMING and save 20% on purchases of $25 or more. That's DetroitBeardCollective.com. A proud supporter of the GameZilla podcast and Motor City Gaming. Get your beard crack. It gets you high. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here's some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. So we got a big week of news. There's a lot of stories. I think we have something like 10 stories. So we're going to try to move through these in a orderly fashion, but maybe... A little bit about the speed limit. So, here we go. Overwatch officially passes 20 million registered players. Whoop. About one-fifth of the way there to the greatest game in the world. That's fine. It's only been out for six months. What does Riot have? Ten years. Oh. Blizzard's coming for your ass. Nope. Not going to happen. All right. So, anyways, Activision Blizzard announced today that Overwatch has passed 20 million global players. The news comes just under five months after the game's release and a little over two months after the developer announced the game surpassed 15 million players. So, the big thing to say here is that they had a uh, free weekend for the consoles uh, where we know a lot of people that actually tried it out and ended up buying the game. But 
Five million people converted after that free weekend is basically what they're claiming. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty good like, hey, here's two free days and the return on investment is five million players. Unique, newly registered players. So that's pretty solid. My question though is you have to link that to your battle.net account. So they said that after you had your your weekend of free play that they were going to delete inactive accounts that didn't purchase the game. I'm wondering if they didn't and are utilizing that to increase their numbers. Are you accusing Blizzard I of am. lying to the public? I am. What has Blizzard ever done to you players. wrong? Yeah, why? Rank 2 or Season 2 of Overwatch. Okay. That's what they did wrong. What about... Your 10 years of World of Warcraft that you love. They took away 10 years of my life that you're no, thankful you flushed for. it down the toilet. That's on you. Anyways. I love Blizzard, by the way. That's some good news. We're still seeing growth in a, in a game that's been uh, super popular, and I, th- I don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon. But, and this is why, because they keep feeding us great content like Overwatch's first PvE event, Halloween Terror is already out. So if you have not checked out Overwatch in about a week, you need to go download the patch and check this out. It's really cool. It's a four-player horde mode survival, all based around a Halloween-themed event in the new map, uh, the castle map. I forgot the name of the map. Eckenwald? Yeah, there we go. And... We've uh, we've played it. There's a easy mode, a medium mode, and a hard mode, and I only beat it on easy mode because it is extremely difficult. Yeah. Difficult. But uh, it's pretty fun. You can play as sorry. You only get to play as soldier, McCree, um, Anna. Anna, Anna, and Hanzo. And Hanzo. Yep. That those are the four. So you know, you're, we each player picks pick somebody. I was running soldier uh, and switched to Hanzo. Jazzy was killing it with some McCree. Ethan wasn't online. But so when I was playing, play. I was exclusively Anna. Anna. So, um, yeah, there you go. It's a PvE co-op brawl dubbed Junkenstein's Revenge. <laughs> so, Junkenstein, a.k.a. Junkrat, is done up as a the evil doctor. And he had... Doctor? Hello, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he is several characters to aid him. So you have Reaper, you have Mercy, uh, and then Roadhog. And Roadhog's done up, obviously, as... Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's monster. We have Mercy as a witch, and we have Reaper as the Headless the Horseman, headless horseman Pumpkin head. King yeah. type deal, like a hybrid. But uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. The skins are also available through the... Uh, new limited edition loot boxes. Loot boxes. So, yep. a lot of super cool skins. I was super impressed with this because it runs. Could you be very any smooth. more depressed about that? There's a lot of super cool skins. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, yeah, put some heat out. Like, there's a lot of super cool skins. Like, I just can't get any of them. Super I won't. cool skins. I just can't get any of them because I spent too much money on VR and I can't. I can't buy loot boxes now. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> Undeniable. But there is over 100 new cosmetic pieces, including profile profile icons, sprays, victory poses, emotes, highlight intros, and of course skins. So there's some cool stuff from Zenyatta to Roadhog to uh, one uh, Reaper is one of my favorites. I like Reaper, but the um, 
Yeah, they're they're all pretty cool. I don't think I saw a Halloween skin that I thought was lame. They're up. They're all. I guess Hanzo's was kind of. Yeah, he's just he's just like on like a different color. Like there's not even a whole lot of work done to him. So, but uh, we did see see Xander's Reinhardt, which was really cool because he's got like a goat, like almost like a Ghost Rider, but like a blue flame over over Reinhardt's face, and he's just all looks like all like ghostly. It's pretty sweet. So. But yeah, check it out. It's a free update to the game, limited time. So this is one of those Through things. November just November like, first, I believe. Yep. So this is one of those things that, um, just like the Rio Olympics, that if you don't get these skins and you don't uh, play these modes when they're gone, you can't buy them, and that's it. Yep. You know, so well. Yep. So uh, the thing that impressed me the most is it's super smooth, and it gives me hope that. Blizzard can put a PvE mode into Overwatch. Yeah, exactly. I feel like this showed how much potential Overwatch has outside of the few modes that it, it that it has at this moment. You know, so um, I guess it gave us hope that the where this game came from from Titan, right? These these were these were characters and aspects of the the next MMO that was going to come out from Blizzard is that hopefully they will continue to build on it and maybe we'll even get some story mode because the lore of these characters and the, and just how interesting these characters are is what drives this game. The game modes are simplistic and repetitive. But the characters you generally you love and and you want when a new skin comes out, it drives you just because you want it for that character even if you're not even feeling like playing a competitive game you end up going back to it. I went back to it just so I could get my Soldier 76 Thriller Undead outfit. You know, so um, it, it definitely has a lot of potential, for sure. And they did a great job right out the gate. So, okay. Next up is some uh, is a letdown. Yeah, Ethan's going to be super sad. Yeah, we talked about this. We, uh, we, we talked this game up. We got all excited because it was this year, and Cuphead has been delayed to 2017. Ugh. So. so it's good because Jazzy won't actually touch his Xbox until probably about 2017. So, <laughs> that's true. So he has not, he's not missing out on yeah. anything. It's just yeah, giving true. him more time with VR. Cuphead, <laughs> Cuphead Studio MDHR side-scrolling... Side scroller with a 1930s cartoon aesthetic has been delayed to a mid 2017 release on Xbox One, Steam, and Windows 10. The studio revealed the delay in a new blog post saying that throughout this year we discussed reducing the scope to make a 2016 release, but we made the difficult the difficult decision to delay the launch in order to ship our vision intact. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Like, with with that type of re- re- response, I don't want a watered-down version of your game. I want the best Cuphead game you can deliver. And this game looks so damn cool that please, make it as best as you possibly can. Because I'm already sold on it. <clears throat> but if you haven't seen visuals from Cuphead, go search Cuphead on YouTube or something like that and watch some of this gameplay. It literally looks like you're watching, like, like a Popeye cartoon. Vintage vintage cartoon. <laughs> yeah, vintage cartoon. But it's a video game. Fantastic. I'm watching it right now. Let's go ahead and punch Ethan in the nuts one more time and let him know that Friday the 13th will be delayed. <laughs> Very excited for this game. But here's an interesting reason why it's delayed. This one is this one's strange. Friday the 13th the game is adding a single player component to its previously announced 
uh, multiplayer gameplay. Hmm. According to publisher Gun Media, the game's release will be delayed into spring 2017 to expand development and, and add AI bots, Tommy Jarvis as a playable character, and the inclusion of Pakanak Lodge uh, playable map. So they're they're delaying it because they're adding quite a S- bit a story mode and almost? and yeah and an entire story mode that wasn't part of the game initially. So I wonder what did they maybe do some like private feedback sessions and they and people really wanted that. I don't know. Like it's just strange that that wasn't part of it and now they wanted it to be part of it. That's a pretty big chunk of some of something. So I don't know, but. Um, yeah, I'm. The game looks super cool. If you're a horror fan, it looks super gory, and the death scenes look nuts. There's just a video of just the death scenes, and wow, they are pushing the limits of of the rating that I'm sure it's gonna receive. But yeah, uh, a little bummed. But again, I'm okay if you want to. Make this the best you possibly can. It's a game I can wait on too. I'm excited to play it, but the fact that it's been delayed, I'm not like, I'm not like itching to play it. I'm just anticipating it. I'm eager uh, to get more of that. But you know, it, if it's if it ends up being better, and if, again, if it has more playability and you know more content to it, yeah, I say delay it. But he's still excited for the game. I so. Am Certain Kickstart backers will get beta codes in the end of this year, 2016, and they will get four shareable keys along with their beta code. So if you have an extra key, send it to Ebone Capone at infoatmotorsaygaming.com. He would love that. Actually, send it to my personal email address <laughs> to one of these jerks. No, no, steal. no, no, no. It has to come through the, the work email. It has to. You have all the riot points, so we have to, you know. I have to divvy them up. Yeah. Well, no, so you have far, the riot points, so I need some leverage, too. You know, yeah, I'm like, well, give me some riot points, and maybe I'll give you this. And Jazzy's earned no riot points today. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Next story is a product that's coming out. This Gears of War 4 Lancer Replica. Made by PDP, who makes a lot of uh, gaming-related items, controllers, arcade sticks, things like that, has licensed with... The Coalition to make a Gears of War 4 replica Lancer weapon. If you don't know what the Lancer is, it is the assault rifle with the chainsaw built into it. And uh, this is a full-size replica that is pretty much like a cosplay or toy. Or or you could call it a toy, I guess, because it does have the yellow tip on the barrel. It is designed to be uh, very high detail, but at the same time, you know, put the put the orange tip on us. No one no one gets concerned thinking you're running around with some crazy ass gun and then you get shot and then it's all over there. It does light up, makes uh, makes uh, it's cog style LEDs. Does make some sound. Does make sounds. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picturing the news story of some police officer shooting some guy. But I thought it was some sort of alien gun. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I had to it. shoot him. I that's, see it. That's exactly, that's exactly what would happen, yeah. 
So they're trying to, but you all, all we all know this the first person that gets the gun and paints the tip the you know the the rest of the gun color so that it's not orange and stupid looking, and then they're gonna go and, and that'll end up happening. So uh, it has an adjustable sight, adjustable levers, switches, and triggers, as well as fully functional removable flashlight. The weapon itself lights up and with blue cog style LEDs, and it takes four C batteries. So <laughs> does it shoot the new Nerf bullet? No. It should be mentioned that the prop replica doesn't make any noise, which, uh, so I was wrong about that. And, of course, the chainsaw doesn't move. Plus, it features an orange tip, so it is obvious that it is not a real weapon. So at least you won't get stopped by security. How long is it going to take for, like, murderers to start painting the tips of their guns? <laughs> oh, God. Why are you laughing about that? Why is that funny? I don't know why people haven't already thought of it. Yeah. He's going to dress up in a clown outfit with his gun. He is. Yeah, he is one of the clowns. All right. The Gears of War 4 prep replica. Prep. Prop. Wow. Prop replica. <laughs> customized Lancer is available for pre-order on PDP's website for $149.99. Uh, and it's set to ship in November. That's a lot. <laughs> a lot for a piece of plastic. That's coming from me who buys a lot of pieces of plastic and collector's items. If they would have made that the collector's item, I would have bought it in a heartbeat. And then, like where the where like the your cartridge goes, basically that's where your your disc your disc like uh, case comes out of. Would have been dope. Come on, guys! Oh, I just thought idea. of that off the top of my head. Coalition, step it up. Man, instead you gave me a badass fucking JD on a motorcycle that lights up. Like, what the hell are you guys thinking? All right, next piece of news: Rockstar. Has, uh, has hit Twitter pretty hard with some really random imagery that seemingly teases Red Dead Redemption announcement. We now have two images. The first one was just simply red with the Rockstar logo in the middle, and people lost their shit. The second one is uh, a red background with an orange sunset uh, and then silhouette of about seven, seven characters. Yep. Just walking kind of towards the camera off in the distance. So Rockstar's added again. The company's Twitter account has now tweeted another image, this time definitively more cowboy-esque. Again, the message is wordless. Rockstar Newswire has followed suit, and the art is reminiscent of the Red Dead Redemption. Rockstar itself continues to be essentially silent on the matter. And that's where we're at right now. We have no confirmation. We really don't know if this is actually happening. But, I mean, it, it's got to be happening, it's right? Got, there, there's no way they're going to put out things that's going to get everyone revved up for a Red Dead game and then not put it out. Yeah, I Smart mean. Smart as hell that they're doing just pictures. Just yeah. random pictures here and there. <laughs> I think it's interesting, too, that... Uh, you know, there's a lot of rumors that we're going to hear about this at some of the past conventions, uh, at Gamescom, at uh, E3, of course, and nothing happened. So everyone was saying, "We're not going to hear it this year. There's no way they're going to announce it this year. They've missed, they've missed all the conventions. They've missed all the big, you know, stages to take." And then they just come out on their Twitter and start dropping these after all the conventions, right before the holiday. Not, not that the game's coming out this year, but like they, like we're seeing a shift here. The companies don't need an E3 stage. They don't need a major convention to make an announcement anymore. Especially if you're coming out with a quality product like the Homeboy. Yeah, about that. Maybe not that. 
<laughs> so uh, let me ask you guys. I haven't played the other, it's what, other two Red Dead games? Well, Red Dead Revolve and Red Dead Redemption? Are those two different games? They're two different games. Okay. I haven't played either of them. Aren't they just Grand, are they just Grand Theft Auto in the West? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. But there is the Undead one, which is actually was yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, that's the one. That, that's really the only one I played, uh, and that was fantastic. I I'm not a big Western guy. This is not a not a style that I care about too much. So I don't know if I'll even get into this because I didn't get into Witcher. I didn't get, like not saying Witcher is Western, but like an open world taking a lot of time to complete. Let me sum it up. It has to be. Horizon Zero Dawn. If it doesn't have robots, Grim doesn't want to play it. It's tr- I mean, I'm Grimlock. Come look, on. Look at his history of games he gets really into. Most of them have robots in them. Sci-fi, future, sold. That's it. That's how it goes. It's three steps to, to get my money. It's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it is cool. I mean, I know this is a huge a huge IP and people love it. So I'm I'm looking forward to hearing more from Rockstar. But it is cool that they're really building all this hype and and have been able to keep it locked tight and there's been no leaks. So that's pretty cool. So stay tuned for updates on Red Dead Redemption or Red Dead whatever they're gonna call it. So all right, next up, celebrate Halloween with these free Rocket League items, starting. Today, the day that you are listening to this podcast, you can hop onto Rocket League and you can get yourself some free items, including the new Bone King Topper, a lovable spirit ghost, and uh, this, so that's like an antenna topper, right? And a new fuzzy skull antenna, as well as a lay your hands on Halloween 2015, as well as lay your hands on Halloween 2015 items too. So they show some pictures here in the article, and it's pretty cool. They got, uh, like, Skeleton King is just like a a pile of bones that lay on top of your car, and then you have the crossbones that are uh, your antenna topper. So you're just able to theme yourself around Halloween, have some fun with it, all for free. I want that ghost. Just just like Rocket League continues to do is just keep – yeah, that ghost is sweet. It's just like a little ghost float. It's another antenna topper, but it, like, floats above your car. There's no – it gets rid of the pole. So that's pretty cool. But I just love Rocket League because they always just give out free stuff. You know, they keep they just keep supplying their game with content and it keeps their game new and fresh and pe- people keep coming back. So always good to, to hear some news about them. All right, let's put a little bit of money back in your pockets. If you bought a PS3 between 2000, November 1st, 2006 and April 1st, 2010... You can now submit a claim and receive $55 cash payment back from Sony. So if you don't if you're wondering, well why is that? There were some major security issues with the PS3. We've all known this. They've all been we've all been affected by it if we were Sony players last generation. But uh, in, in the update that PlayStation uh, forced upon us, it removed other OS functionality from the early console model without telling us. And the other OS allowed users to set aside a part of the console's hard drive to install Linux, and they eliminated that. So people basically went after them for it because they changed the product that people bought thinking they could do something, and now they can't do it. Sony has, admit, has admitted no fault. They have uh, settled 
this and this is why you can now submit two claims uh, there's two ways that class members can file res uh, to receive payments. First, those who actually use the other OS feature and submit a claim with proof of purchase within the required dates are entitled to $55, paid in full by Sony. Those who submit a claim with proof of purchase and attest that they intended to use the other OS function, lost value or desired functionality, or believe they were otherwise injured are entitled to $9. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my whole thing about Not this. Not even a Hamilton. All I have to do, all, all you have to do is literally say, I actually use the other OS because that, that's all you, like, there's no, you can't prove that part of it. All you can do, you have to submit a ticket. You have to submit a receipt. So good luck on that if you bought your system back in 2006. I don't know who, who keeps receipts like that. Yeah, I don't. Some people throw them in the box. Yeah, but um, if you bought it from Best Buy or something, maybe they can go print it back up for you. I don't know. Anyways... Just tell them that you used OS Linux. You're going to get 55. If you tell them that you thought you were going to use it, you get 9. There you go. That's how you get your money. But there's a link. Uh, if you if you follow this through our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming, on Facebook.com, it's a website. It's a website. There you go. Um, you can find the link that uh, would allow you to fill out this paperwork so you can get your claim started. All right. Last up. Some big news for Jazzy, as he is the Motor City Gaming official professional expert of Xbox One. Xbox One, once again, topped console sales for a third month in a row. Yep. So, is that globally or just in the U.S.? In the U.S. Yeah, this is U.S. numbers. Uh, there is, Microsoft also said that the Xbox One topped the charts in the U.K., according to market research from GFK Entertainment UK. So, And they probably sold like seven of them in Japan. Six. <laughs> One got returned. <laughs> but yeah, so they, uh, they've won the U.S. for the third month in a row. They clearly have some momentum. Their new system is very attractive it is considerably smaller i couldn't believe how much smaller the system was until i actually had it in my hands um you know they've done a good job steering the ship and getting things at least better off than they were they're never gonna i don't think they're gonna close the gap unless sony shoots themselves in the foot but overall they've done a great job They've won it for the third month in a row. It will be interesting to see if they can get a fourth month in a row, considering the Slim is now out for the PS4. It is now starting to get circulated, and the Pro is right around the corner next month. So we will see, uh, I think, the holiday be very heated as to yeah. uh, console sales. Uh, I'd be interested to see how the, well, how so the holiday goes. There's a lot of big goes. titles that dropped from Microsoft around this time. I mean, you had ReCore, so that, that game could sell some systems. Uh you know, I'm sorry, years. are you talking about system games that can sell an Xbox? Yeah. Wow. You really yep. have you really have sold out hundred percent. I have not sold out hundred percent. I'm just saying that <laughs> by ninety nine percent. The, pers sorry. the I person on this podcast that has no yeah. ability to stick to their guns, Jesse. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying that not not me personally, but I think Recore is a game that could have sold systems. Not to me. Gears of War four of came course, out of October eleventh could have easily sold those systems, which it did for me. It was finally a game that I seen gameplay of that not only made me interested to play it and buy a system, but I actually bought the 
Ultimate Edition. Ultimate Edition, which so gives get, me all of them so that I can play the yeah. full series. That way you could get early access to play it before it came out. How how much did you play it before it came out? Uh, zero. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Yeah, but you bought it, so it's all good. Yeah. I was just looking for the other three games. Did you guys read... Four games. Did you guys read or see anything about those inter- that interview that old boy Phil had with a Japanese publication? Which one are you uh, referring to? Well, basically to some of the, the interview, he was talking about the fact that the one of the reasons he believes the Xbox One doesn't sell well in Japan is they don't have enough games on there. They're the type of games the Japanese audience wants to play. That's true. And how, you know, he said he was committed to attempting, you know, to get more of those developers and more of those games on board on the Xbox One. And, I mean, I think that's a true statement. If they want to make any ground in Japan, you got to have the games those people like to play. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, you're you're the outsider, too, you know, in that, in that realm uh, where Sony and Nintendo, you know, rule. So you have to try to give them what they're used to and, and give them the games that they want to play if you want to even stand... A slight chance in that in their market. You're not gonna sell Xboxes in Japan with Madden and Call of Duty. It's not <laughs> exactly. So I did miss one news article, and it was a pretty big one. So thank you to Jazzy for pointing it out. Destiny updates coming this week, and it is raising the light level cap to 400. Oh. So update 2.4.1 is coming to Destiny tomorrow, and it'll be upping your maximum light level to 400. This will correspond with the release of the Wrath of the Machine Heroic Mode, that is your raid hard mode. Uh, And the increase also means Strike Hordes, Nightfall, Exotic Engrams, Trials of Osiris, Crucible, and Iron Banner will now provide rewards up to 400 light. So if you're not into the raid or you don't have that many friends and you don't know what LFG is, then you can get your 400 items elsewhere. But elsewhere, Anchor, uh, Archon's Forge and the Heroic Siva Strike playlist and Legendary Engrams will provide rewards up to 385 light. Rare Engrams and the normal Siva Strike playlist will provide rewards up to 365. So everything kind of gets a, a bump there. But even though the rewards are changing, the only recommended light level which is changing is that of Nightfall, which will now be 380, which is getting a slight bump as well. The update is due to become available for players for download. Uh, That would be today. Yes. So today, um, if you're listening to this, I believe it would already be available. Plus, according to the cryptic announcement, there are more changes which are yet to be unmasked. So they're even teasing more, which we've, you know, we're thinking maybe we're going to see some Sparrow League racing uh, and who knows what else. So Festival of Lost, their Halloween event. We'll see. They, you would think that would already be live. Yeah. I guess it could be live. I guess, it, like, I haven't logged in today. Right. So maybe, maybe it is. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe. They normally do about two, they two three weeks out, though. Yeah, to so. be unmasked. Yeah. So, yeah, you, it could be. Um. Maybe they'll give a trailer yeah. for Destiny. 2. And of course, that's you know that's what they say. That's most likely a tease for Destiny's Halloween event, Festival of the Lost, which among other things has players uh, donning uh, themed masks. So, the sequel to Destiny is coming next year, and the latest rumors say it could be coming to PC as well as console. So, as Jazzy said, let's make sure, let's hope to God there's no cross competition play there. 
That yeah. would be oh, a nightmare. Man. PC has such an advantage. So that has been the news, guys. You can check out all those articles and more every day on the Facebook.com page. It's a website, Motor City Gaming. Silence. I don't know what I'm missing. Do you want me to talk about LCS? No, I yes. never I never want that. <laughs> Let's talk about LCS. Woo! Can you can you Semi-finals. Can you do this for us? Yes. Okay, cuz I got to do something. So it's all on you. Don't let me down. Okay. All right, so, I, oh wait, wait, Jazzy. I I got you. I'll, I'll help you out with this. Woo! League Championship Series! Yeah. Let's hear it! League of Legends! Greatest game in the world! It's a game! Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, quarterfinals happened this past weekend. We had a giant non-surprise in the fact that going into semifinals, we're down to four teams left, and it's three Korean teams and a European team. Ooh. So Wait, yes. Cloud9 didn't make it? Nope. Elvis Knox didn't make it? Nope. We don't need to cover this news anymore. <laughs> are the Flash Just Wolves kidding. in it? The Flash Wolves are not in it. Oh, no! Yep. <laughs> so the remaining teams are going to be SK Telecom Team 1, last year's winners. They will be going up against the ROX Tigers. So this is Ooh. like the match of matches right here. So those are supposedly supposed to have been the two best teams going to the tournament. They're going to see each other in semifinals. And then we have the Samsung Galaxy team going up against Europeans H2K. Nice. So those will happen this weekend on Friday and Saturday. And then the following weekend, Saturday, is the World Championship for winners of those two matches. Where are this weekend's games being played? This weekend's games are going to be held in New York City. All right. If you're a New Yorker, they're at the Garden. Yep. Get down to the Garden. Watch some league. Get hype with Riot. Yeah, man, you, these are some of the best teams in the world. Like the Koreans are crazy to watch. They do some things that I didn't even think you could do in league. So after going to Toronto to watch the North American Championships, I can't even imagine what it would be like to go to Worlds and see these Korean teams face off against each other. Like those matches are going to be nuts. Yeah, they made us look like kids. So yeah, yeah, everybody. They made everybody pretty much look like kids. Pretty much. So that's uh, that's your LCS update. We'll have the results for the semifinals and who will be in the finals in LA next episode. Los Angeles, so Staples Center, where you can where Michael Jackson's stuff. funeral was <laughs> oh, the home of the Michael Jackson funeral. Now I know we're excited to talk about league and and everything, but we got to get into something that's even better. It's time for Muster Bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? Ah, <laughs> yeah. It's time to play Muster Bust, where I rattle off upcoming video games, titles, and we give you our opinion on whether you must try them or they are a bust and why you must not pay attention to them. Here we go. First up, Batman Telltale Series Episode 3, The New World Order. E-Bone, just because of the title. N-W-O for life. 
it's a must, right? Just because of the name. Is it where it's a Telltale game where Batman is fighting Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash? Yeah, I'm pretty Maybe sure. Maybe Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump. I'm, I'm, I want to see yeah. Big Papa Pump with the with the peaks, the freaks and the peaks. Yeah, why squared up with Bruce? Why would you call it that if it wasn't? Any of Absolutely. That, right? So it's a, it's a got to be a, a cross hybrid of a wrestling game and Batman. That's what it is, right? I think so. Jazzy. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> then, then bust. Don't call it that. You're not going to have the New World Order. I don't want anybody listening to think we're actually being serious, and they buy it, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> there's, yeah, there's nothing like that. There's some lone wrestling fan who didn't do any research. He's like, oh, Kogan versus Batman? <laughs> Hollywood, <laughs> you're going down, yeah. brother. What about you, Jazzy? Question, can you play this on the VR? Uh, here it is. PC. PS4, Xbox One, no VR. Then bust. Oh, my God. Because if I'm going to play, I'm going to play on the VR. <laughs> Batman Telltale, Telltale series has been solid so far through the first two episodes. Episode three should continue that. If you are a fan of Telltale games, I would highly recommend this. If you are a Superman fan and you're a loser and you hate Batman, then I guess stay clear, but you're missing out. Jazzy, I'm talking about you. Yeah. All right, if next you are up, Superman next fan, hit up, me up, here we go. We have Dark Souls 3, Ashes of Arandal, the expansion for Dark Souls 3, coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, Ebon Cabone. If you already own Dark Souls, it sounds like a must. If you don't already own Dark Souls, it's probably a bust. There you go. Yeah. Jazzy. Pretty easy for for me, it's a bust just because I don't have the game, but I have heard nothing but great things out of Dark Souls. So if you're a fan of this or you want to give it a shot, get it, because I hear nothing but great stuff out of Dark Souls. Dark Souls is a great series. It's never been a series for me. I loved Bloodborne, but Dark Souls... It, you know, as much as I like a, a challenge, this is just simply a little too much. I, I get burnt out and I and I get frustrated. So it's a bust for me. But if you are a Dark Souls fan, the DLC for these games have been fantastic. They will be fantastic. It, it's a must if you're if you're a Dark Souls fan. All right, next up we have World of Final Fantasy for the PS4 and the PS Vita. Ebon Capone. This is the one that's like a cartoonish yes. style Final Very Fantasy. interesting looking and is supposedly the funniest game of Final Fantasy ever made. If you're a fan of the of Final Fantasy games, JRPGs, I would say it's it's a must. Final Fantasy uh, consistently has pretty high quality. I know there's been some downs in the series, but uh, from what I've seen about this one, it does look like a fun game. So I would call it a must if that's your style of game. Yeah, especially since you are adding that humor factor into it. This is basically filling that gap until we get the remastered Final Fantasy 7. So, you know, it's going to kind of ease that anticipation a little bit for our Final Fantasy fans. I call it a must. It's it's easy, it's easing us into Final Fantasy 15, which we'll get before yep. we even get seven, and uh, it's bringing in all your favorite like characters. You got Cloud, you got Lightning, you got you have a lot of your famous characters from uh, the Final Fantasy world that's making the appearances in this game in a cute little cartoon form. Uh, the if you're unsure about it, you can pick up the demo today, two weeks before this game comes out, and uh, you can check it out. Give it a try. See if it's in you know in your wheelhouse. It is a turn-based game, so I will say if you're not a turn-based fan, they have they went back to turn-based for this versus some of their more hack and slash ways that they've been doing with Final Fantasy games. But uh, I think it's a must. It looks cool. It looks interesting. 
Alright, next up we have Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Ebo. I'm sure if you like the first one, you're going to like this one. I've never cared for Dragon Ball Z. So, from a personal level, I think that the Xenoverse games, from hearing Chops talk about them in the past, from looking at them, it looks like they're really cool games. But the subject matter doesn't hook me because I don't like Dragon Ball Z. If you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, I'm sure it's a must. If you just want to try something new, you like anime, probably a must. But for me personally, it's a bust. Yeah, never. I unfortunately never hopped on the anime train, so it's a bust for me. I uh, it, It's a bust for me because I'm not a Dragon Ball fan, but I did watch Chops play the first Xenoverse, uh, and I can say the fighting me- uh, mechanics and the 3D world fighting was really interesting, and the power between the characters was int- was crazy. But I think the coolest thing about this game, if you are a Dragon Ball fan, is that you get to play through pretty much the history the timeline of Dragon Ball but you're like this new character and you're and in the first one you were trying to save the universe by because someone was trying to change history so you were just you were this new character trying to keep history the way it was so you're going through all these famous battles that happened in the show if you watch the show so I think that was an interesting take on creating a fun campaign for a fighting game and I'm I'm hoping they have something up their sleeves for Xenoverse 2 to keep that rolling so I played, uh, man, what was the the Dragon Ball fighting game like PS2 GameCube era? Uh, the Bodokai. Bodokai, yeah. yeah. Those games were actually super fun. Yeah, that and was, this is similar to that yeah. as far as like the craziness of the game, but mm-hmm. uh, they just added more to it. I mean, like, like at one point, Chops knocked a guy into like the ocean, and then you flew into the ocean, and they fought in the ocean. Nice. Underwater, nice. Like, like you could just do, you could duke it out anywhere you ended up on the map. It was wild. So it looked, int- it's pretty interesting. But all right, a couple left. We got Titanfall two hitting the PC, PS4, Xbox One, Ebo. It's a bust because if I'm gonna play a game like that, I'd probably just go ahead and wait and actually play Call of Duty. Even though that'd probably be a bust for me too. Or I'd play Rigs. Like it kind of falls into, you know, it seems like in between the two games, and I'm not not interested and I didn't play the beta and I just think Titanfall 2 is going to be a pass for me man if you would have asked me this last week it would have been a must because I did get some of the mech gameplay beta under my belt it was uh, real fast paced so it would be a steep learning curve for me but it was definitely really interesting and kept my attention but then rigs came out so putting this game down, I'm I'm telling everybody, Rigs for VR is probably one of the best games I've played. I just don't think I'd put it down for Titanfall 2. If you would have asked me this a week ago, I probably would have <laughs> said a must. I am debating about canceling my collector's item of this game because it's 250 bucks, I think. Uh, but... I don't want to call it a bust. I just want to say that the only thing I'm really interested in playing is the campaign that they're adding to this game. And to pay $60 for what probably is a very lightweight campaign because you're heavily focusing multiplayer, I just don't know if I can justify buying this game day one. It might be something I wait for and see if I can grab it on sale a little bit down the road if the reviews say that it was actually a solid campaign. But overall, with rigs out, with with 100 foot or 1,000 foot robot golf, um, you know, another VR game with mechs, 
it's it's all of a sudden this mech genre is not as uh, vacant as it used to be, and uh, Titanfall doesn't have that appeal as much appeal to me anymore. But you know, I think again, if if you're on Xbox, it's probably a, a solid game to pick up because a lot of you know rigs is available PS4 only. A uh, thousand yard, a thousand or hundred foot tall robot golf is uh, PS4 only. So I think um, it still has a place for sure. Yeah. All right, last one. Pretty big one. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Special Edition PC, PS4, Xbox One. This is the remaster that we've been waiting for. Got announced at E3. Ebone. My name's Brick Bitch, and I'm Jason's wife. I'm going to buy this and play it until my eyeballs bleed. She's like, I'm already playing with myself thinking about it. <laughs> now I'm going to get yelled at for saying that on you. <laughs> I just want to do the voice, too, but I'm not going to make fun of Jade because she will punch me in the dick. <laughs> true. That is true. <laughs> That's where uh, Grim actually learned his dick punching was <laughs> yeah, from yep, his wife. Yeah. Um, I've... Again, it's not my kind of game. If I wanted to play this game, I probably would have played it five years ago when it came out on uh, last gen. If you're if you want a, a giant RPG to play, probably worth picking up and getting into. It's one of the best, but it's a bust for me just because I am I'm not interested. Oh, definitely must for me. The Elder Scrolls series is great. Them remastering this game is going to be every. I mean, if you played it before it's going to be 100% worth it. So I, I'd say if you've played any Elder Scroll game before, it's going to be worth it. Yeah, It's an absolute must for me. I think uh, Skyrim holds a special place in so many people's hearts. It is, it is argued to be one of the greatest games you know, ever created. Uh, the scale of that game back when it was released was unheard of. And uh, the, the remake looks beautiful. You know, the, the and so do, they've already announced that there is going to be some form of VR support for this game down. You know, with a uh, with a patch, so you're not going to get day one, but I mean, it's also something that you could pick up and you're going to be able to use with your VR. And could you imagine? Sold. Could you imagine Skyrim Sold. with a VR? Like that's insane. Jazz is going to go blind. <laughs> Sold. Yes. So. Grim's going to lose his VR because Brick Bitch is going to be on it. That's You're 100% yep. right. That will be what makes me lose my VR. So, All right, well, that is the muster bust. These are the games coming out in a couple weeks. These are our opinions, and just remember that if you feel interested in this game, don't let us scare you from the game, but just take our take our you know points that we made and weigh it out if it's worth your money or not. That is all. We're, our opinions are really shooting from the hip on these. We haven't played most of them, you know. So, I mean, I have. You haven't. I don't play anything. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Destiny, Overwatch, and Mortal Kombat, not playing it. There you go. All right. Well, it's time to get into some emails. Retrieving emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com. All right, Grimlock the Dino 9, your GameZilla mailbox is now up to date. Man, I get to read your email box? No, I think she's confused. Yeah, she might be. Yeah. She just really didn't want to give you the email. I kept, no, yeah, I think right. what it is is I kept downloading a bunch of tentacle porn, and I think she might be slightly sick. Uh, okay, so emails. That's right. Send your questions in to info at MotorCityGaming.com. We will read them on the air and give you our responses, answers, more than likely some sort of tangent, because that's what we do. That's what we're about to do. (laughs) First question comes from Button Masher Caleb. Dickhole! (laughs) 
friend of the show. He's not a dickhole, okay? Oh, yeah. Today he is. <laughs> he puts, why do publishers hold back from giving out early review copies when the game isn't hot garbage? If anything, this just kills excitement. I don't base my entire purchase on early reviews, but it does help me keep from some horrible games. Mafia 3 and Doom both didn't hand out early copies, and both were great, good games. Doom, more so than Mafia 3, but I still enjoyed Mafia 3's storyline. What do you guys think about publishers holding back their games? Thanks for the great MCG meet and greet at Pinball Pete's this past Friday. It was a blast. Game on. Friend of the show, BMC. Okay, so I'm going to try to answer part of this question before I go off <laughs> on my tangent here. But the first, the first thing is, why do publishers hold back from giving out early reviews? Because their game is a piece of shit. Okay, that's it. They're worried about an aspect of their game. They put an embargo on their game, and they don't want anybody to throw out their opinions because... You know, we've been nailed with fans being like, you know, you guys are really kind of PlayStation fanboys and you don't give that love to Xbox, right? Like, they don't want us giving out early reviews affecting their fan base before their game can even affect them. That's it. So, and when you get things like Deadpool... The video game that went on embargo that had yep. an embargo on it and no one could review it. There was a real good reason. What's it another was a big hot, hot pile, pile of, of trash? I'm trying to think of another real big hot pile of garbage. PlayStation that went VR had an embargo on yeah. it. <laughs> it's true. These like they don't want some of these people coming out that are super opinionated and they're going to affect their brand before the product can even affect their brand. Why would you want something like The Order, 1886, that was dead on arrival before it even launched because you sent out early copies and you let people review it? And people were like, yeah, if you want to spend $60 on a six-hour game, go for it. And people were, people were in uproar. Well, guess what? I did spend $60 on it, and it was a fun game. I had a great six to eight hours of, of time. So, like, the problem is that you have so many asshats like us out there <laughs> that that want to be ahead of everybody and be like, I want to tell you guys about this before it even comes out because that's cool. No, I we talk about games here because we love video games. We give our reviews, we give our thoughts, but we always tell people like, if you think we're wrong, then we're wrong t to you. Right? Okay. If you like this game, then you like the game. Now this Shout is the Jaws Unleashed. There you go. I 100% agree. That, that is true. If you enjoyed that game, then good for you. It, okay. But, agree with me on this point, because this is where I lose with Caleb. It does not make that game a good game. We do not want to, to advertise that it is a good game and that that developer should keep doing what they're doing. We yeah. don't want another Deadpool the way the last Deadpool was made. We do not want Mafia 4 to play like Mafia 3, Okay. Period. Mafia 3 is not a good game. He did this on purpose because we had a conversation over the PS4 last night, and he he knew this would fire me up. He knows, He's laughing right now because he <laughs> knew I was going to get upset about this. Mafia 3 is not a good game. No one believes it's a good game. It's gotten mediocre reviews across the board. It doesn't even have a fast travel built into it. You have to fucking run around this gigantic map 
all everywhere you want to go. They didn't have fast travel back then. It's realistic. No, it's not realistic. It's realistic. If you want to be a made man, you got to hustle for it. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. So, Doom, made by ID, published by Bethesda, put on... Yes, they put on an embargo because their beta... They put their beta out. People played their beta, and they got they got beat up on oh, their beta. Oh, they got ripped apart on their beta. I beat their beta up because because they only gave us such a small snippet of what of what that game was that I was like, man, I don't think I want this anymore. And so they basically halted everything and said, you know what, uh, no reviews. We're gonna let this come out and we're gonna let it play itself out. And it's a it's got a great campaign. It's got way more way more multiplayer modes than we thought. Overall, it's a good game. Now. You know the way they handled it. Yeah, I didn't buy it day one. <laughs> I bought the collector's edition when I got it for forty nine ninety nine with the statue. Like it was a great deal, but I only wanted it for the campaign. But still, publishers don't need to give you early access or give or give the people that you like to listen to early access all the time. They don't have to do it. They don't need to do it. I don't want early access to some things. I don't want early access to Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't want to know a thing about that game until I put it in my system, hit the start button, and and get to experience it from, you know, day one as an unknown. I don't want anybody to be able to influence me on that, and yep. that is and that's what some of these publishers believe. So, I am glad that you enjoyed Mafia Three, but Mafia Three is not a good game, and we should not tell Two K. We should not tell these developers that use those words and say. Oh well, it's it's a good game, Be- because it it wasn't. It had shortcomings. It wasn't ready. They delayed it multiple times for a reason, and they still delivered you an unfinished pile of crap. That this is how this is what Button Master Caleb told me. Okay, I'm gonna use his own words against him. He said, "Yeah, it, it wasn't good, but what made it good, okay, was if you played it like a linear game, and you just played the main story." It was a good game. Listen, it could have a it could <laughs> it's have an a open world up. game. That doesn't make it a good game. You just cut out thirty hours of the game, and you said, "Hey, if you turn it into an eight hour game, it's a good game." That doesn't make it a good game. That made it playable for you. Might make it a good story. That's the difference, though. The that's, difference that's between difference. it being a good game and a good story, like uh, a game, could have a decent storyline that that captures certain people. But that doesn't make the game itself good. All I'm saying is that if that's the case, then you should have made a linear game in the first place that was just a story about, ma- and it was a mafia game. You know, you didn't have to sit there and go, okay, well, we made this strong story. Now we're going to add all this bloatware garbage on the side and that, that really doesn't need to be there, i.e. watchdogs. Except Watch Dogs, the entire game was trash. Yeah. To the point where, guess what? I guarantee you Watch Dogs 2 probably not going to get a whole lot of early access. I know there's some stuff out there because of the conventions and stuff like that, but I don't know if early access discs are going to come out for that game because the first one was so bad they don't want people to talk about this one until it's out. Or maybe it's opposite and they've changed so much that they they want people to talk about it to prove to everyone that it's changed that much. I don't know, but you know. This is what I want. This is what I want from Buttmaster Caleb. I want Buttmaster Caleb to compare Mafia 3 to Witcher 3. Because Witcher 3, linear linear storyline, great. Open world concept and all the extra stuff you could do, great. Right, and how does this... And it was built well. Right, 
Oh, so I, I mean, want him to compare one of the greatest games ever yeah, made. <laughs> yeah, compare Mafia Three to Witcher Three, and then you tell me to my face that it's one tier. That that Mafia Three is a good game. Below. Yeah, one tier. Yep. Because as far as I'm concerned, it goes great, good. We can even throw in fair and then poor if we want, and then garbage, right? And you're gonna put Mafia Three at good. So then, so then is Grand Theft Auto great? It's the same level as Witcher Three. Like, I, I, it has to be fair or poor. It can you cannot call this game good. So yeah, I'm sorry, but he did this on purpose. I had to have my little moment. Jazzy, let's move on. Our next Fuck question, you, BMC, you, friend of the show. If you want Grim to scream at you, send an email to info at motorcitygaming.com. It's a website. Send in stupid emails. It's cool. I'm just kidding. Uh, next is from Test. What up, Motor City Gaming crew? It's the resident doctor of Testonomics. Hashtag turn and cough. <laughs> yeah, using that catchphrase. <laughs> All right. How you doing? I'm going to split these questions up just like the good old days. But a boom, realist guy in the room. How you doing? How you doing? Producer Ethan, just want to get your thoughts on a couple things. WWE 2K17 is out and I thankfully have zero interest in buying it. Have you gotten the pull to try the new buggiest pile of garbage? Also, the playable demo comes out today for Pokemon Sun and Moon. How much hype is pumping through your veins? <laughs> First to answer your WWE 2K17 question, I was listening to one of my favorite wrestling podcasts where they all went around the table and said they didn't play it and it did kind of make me think oh maybe i want to play it i don't know why i slightly <laughs> had that itch so i'm thinking that that's marketing know, they're yeah, tricking I, you i am reverse I'm psychology tricked, so i gotta stay away from it uh so no i haven't played it yet and to talk about the hype around pokemon sun and moon i officially put in my pre-orders for it on sunday uh, Elle and I went up there and you know got our pre-orders from Best Buy using our Best Buy Gamers Club, so we save a little bit of cash on it. Um, I am getting a little more excited. I was really hesitant about it about a month ago, and I don't I don't know if it's I actually think it's going to be good or I think I'm just excited for the possibility of it being good, prepared with the possibility of it not being good. But I'm hoping I'm an optimistic guy, so right now my Pokemon hype levels actually. Uh, rising quite a bit i i'm thinking it's and, and my mindset's the same way as i think it's uh the same way i felt about vr something about it said i wanted it day one i didn't pre-order it i was hoping i could get a hold of one i did i had high hopes for it and it's been great i i feel the same way i have pokemon pre-ordered i have high hopes for it but it, but you have to be a slightly concerned with how much they're changing in this game and, uh, you know, now we'll see. But the, the demo does drop, and it is cool because you can get a uh, special Greninja. Ash's Greninja. Yep. And uh, and if you uh, do that, you actually get to transfer it to the actual game when it comes out. So that's pretty cool. Grim Nasty. How much money will you spend in total on Halloween content for Overwatch before you decide it is too much to give away for digital hoopla. I'm $40 in and will probably top out after another $20, which will add up to $60 in mistakes. Oh, boy. So when this first dropped and we first got pictures of the skins and it was all new and shiny, 
I was right there with him. I was like, I'm going to drop 40 bucks. That gives me 50 boxes. And what I get, I get. And I move on. And maybe like the last day before before it uh, expires, I drop another 20, like he said. I then booted up, did the patch, had enough gold to buy Soldier, my, my top played character's uh, Halloween skin, and played some of the new game mode. And I just played some with my friends in competitive. And I got bored really quick. I, uh, I found myself just kind of, there's so much out right now, okay? And it has nothing to do with, Overwatch is great, but there's so much out. We got PlayStation VR, I got multiple games on PlayStation VR, I got a brand new Xbox with Gears of War, I got ReCore that I'm really into, I, I'm just, like, I'm flooded right now with games, and to sit there and say, especially how much time I'm putting into League of Legends, more than I've ever put into League of Legends. Mm -hmm. And it's finally starting to show. I finally feel like I'm contributing to that to my team. And so that fuels me more to keep playing. And it fuels me a lot to put money into League. So I have put that 40 to $60 that you put into Overwatch, I put that into League instead. Because yes. there were skins and characters that I wanted on the League side that I wanted to play as and try to see if I could be, be better at the game with them. And I found somebody. That, that I never would have guessed. So, where is my... To your question, where is my level? I still may put some into this game because... But there's... The only skin that I want that I don't have is Reaper. A lot of the skins are two characters that I don't normally play. I don't play Roadhog. I don't play Junkrat. I don't play... I already ha I ha oh I'm sorry I have two now I have Zenyatta's also so I'm happy about that that I got in a box so I was you know in a free box uh, for earned it so uh, I don't play Reinhardt I don't play Mercy I don't like th there's a they're all great they're just not the characters that I yeah. actually care about and let me go off a little bit here on that because Ebone gave me some shit on the show about buying skins in my game. And I just buying one skin. Buying a skin, right. A very expensive skin. It, it is. But let me just put this into perspective a little bit. Can I just when mention I, that it's the most expensive skin <laughs> in the entire game it, of League? It League's. is. Okay, yeah, we, you could say that. However, I got to choose that skin. I take my Riot Points and I purchase the skin that I want. Whereas in Overwatch, you buy loot boxes, basically that you open up and get a, a chance to get a skin. We were in Overwatch the other night in the chat, and people were rattling off all the skins I got. And then about 20 minutes later, people were going through, while we were waiting for a match, people were going through their lists of characters they haven't played, and I realized that a lot of the skins that people were saying they got were characters that they've never played before in the game. At least when I'm putting that money into League of Legends, I'm getting the skin that I want of a character that I know I'm going to play. So there is that there is that angle to it, but I can also come back at you and say the way that Blizzard is doing this is you are now getting a skin to a character you've never played. It might make you play that try that right, character, right. and maybe you fall in love with that character, and now you have a whole secondary role that you could play on a team. So there's pros and cons on both sides yeah. of this. When when you know what you're buying, when you can buy points and you can buy whatever you want. It is straight up microtransaction. It is straight up money grabbing. Is what it is. When it's a chance, there's there's that mystery. There's that there's that 
you know, oh, I hope I get it. It's like opening a pack of cards. It's opening up a pack of Pokemon cards. And you want that EX. You want that Mega, right? There's that, that lure to it that, that you just, like, you hope. And, and, and there's excitement. When I go buy something directly and I go, I want that DJ Sona skin. You're excited because you like DJ Sona. Right. But it's not the same. Yeah. But I'm going to throw this out there. For me, if I have $20 to put into a game, you know what I'm going to do? Go on the PSN and buy a $20 game or yeah. a couple nine. Like, I'm going to get co- playable content. I'm going to get entertainment beyond a skin. I call, I call horseshit on that. Okay, I want to hear it. Borderlands. Now, I know you could buy DLC that would give you story mode, which is yeah. more gameplay, right? But if Borderlands had aspects similar to, let's say, Overwatch, sure. Chance, I think you, I think that would drive you'd be more driven towards that than anything else. It would have to be really cool. So let's 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 put a hypo, hypothetical thing out there. If the Halloween Overwatch skins came out and they had a Roadhog that looked like Jason Voorhees. I might put a little money into it, but but probably junk rat, not. A junk rat that looked Look like, like Freddy Krueger. You know, like it would really have to strike a chord with me, like deep, to get my money for a skin. Like I mean, we're gonna, it's gonna have to be like that is me on a character. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's and that's real deep. But I think on Borderlands because of your love to that IP, yeah, they wouldn't have to be as deep to to grab you still, because I think uh, in Borderlands if it was simply some unique things that you could do to your character, unique things that you could do to maybe uh, your companion if you have like a claptrap or something riding with you. It would be maybe not twenty dollars, but five ten bucks maybe. It, but it would it have to be more than cosmetic. It would have to actually change something beyond that to to get me more enticed. If it were like, hey, for five bucks. Your companion in this game will act in a different way that actually affects the gameplay, actually affects the story, maybe. Yeah. But for just visual content, they're not going to get money yeah. out of it. And see, that's the thing about League, is that your Riot points can very much change the actual game because you're getting you can get more characters you can get yeah. you can get yeah, uh, items that ruins yeah and, that change your change yeah. things and yes you can get cosmetics but but Overwatch is 100% cosmetic and if all you do is play you can earn all this for free so the whole idea and I get it it's limited time you have till November 1st you can only put a, maybe a couple hours a day into this game you know things like that. So you just want to put forty bucks down because you guess what? You have the money to do it, so you can do it. More power to you at that point. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't like the idea that they it, it, it and Test has talked about this with me. It is such a apparent cash grab by Blizzard, which is not necessarily something that they do all the time. Like even in Hearthstone, where. They have a lot of microtransactions. They're adding cards to your deck. You're adding game modes. You're adding, you know, like, yes, you can you can nickel and dime yourself to death in Hearthstone, but you're adding content to the game for yourself. Here, I just feel like if you're bored of the game, looking like, you know, Thriller is not going to make you not bored of the game. And I'm not, and I'm not knocking uh, anybody that wants to put that money into into their favorite game. So if 
Overwatch is your favorite game and you like a lot of the skins and you play it all the time, do it. Because I do it for League of Legends. And to be fair, League of Legends actually does have championship caches as well that you can get that random chance skin or random chance ward or random chance stuff in it. And those are limited limited uh, time things too. Right. And during certain events, you get different ones limited time. I don't like to spend my actual money on those just because I can get the skins with the actual money that I you want. You can accept the thing that they do, which is similar to Blizzard, is that they will bring out some skins that you can get through those boxes that aren't available, that aren't for, available purchase. for purchase. Right. So, so they do it too. Yeah. Just it's, not. It's, but Blizzard, all Blizzard, that's 100% what Blizzard, Blizzard does. Right. <laughs> so, very good. And then he says, Jazzy, first off, let me say I am very excited that you are now the new Microsoft expert of Motor City Gaming. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! I know how passionate you have been about the Xbox One in the past. Best system ever. So to finally have your hands on one must be a dream come true. Jizzed in his pants. However, I've seen you on PSN quite a bit the last week. So the question I have for you is, have you spent more time this week playing Gears of War 4 or the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. <laughs> I understand how you see both as C-level titles, but I hear they are good. Until next week, you beautiful bearded bastards, game on. First off, let me just say this. I never once ever said that either of those games were C-level games. No, you, just the way that you talk about them makes them seem ne- C-level. I've never... I would have to play a game before I could give it a level. And I haven't played through all those games. Right, but the way that you talked about these games basically made no. it seem like they're no. they're no good, they're not up to Jazzy's level, you know, they're not Barbie's Wild Horse Adventure. It's very hard to get to my level, first of all. I understand that Just Dance is a great game, but I mean, like, these games are probably a little bit better than Just Dance with the Connect. okay? So, calm down about the Connect. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And to answer your question, I will say I have played... Neither one of them more, because both of them have been 0%. And in my, I guess, what would be defensive rebuttal, I would say, (laughs) please come over to either myself or Grimlock's house. We will throw the VR on your face, and then you will see why I haven't played either of those games. I will lightly put it on your face, because I cherish my VR, and if anything happens to right now, I would probably, like, just... (laughs) Crumble. I'm glad he wasn't in the room when I farted in it to give him pink eye. Uh, I'm going to tell a short story of it, okay? The pink eye thing is the least of its worries. We had uh, we had Cable come over to try it out, and he brought Xavier over. Yeah, seven-year-old. Seven-year-old, and we had him play, and it was amazing to watch a seven-year-old that's never seen VR, and at first was just all over the place. He was race, he was race car driving, right? And... He was hitting every wall. He was spinning out everything. Within three minutes, he was slowing down at the turns and looking at which way to go on the track. Like, within three minutes, a seven-year-old was understanding the concept of, like, I need to figure out which way the road is going. It was very interesting to see a young mind, you know, tackle VR so quickly. Yes. So, but... Then, as a seven-year-old does, he was full of energy, so when we were done with VR, it was set over to the side, and he was spinning around in the gaming chair, and he caught the cord, the VR went flying off of the desk, crashing to the ground, and I squealed like a little girl, 
No, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. But I basically just uh, Chris. Chris like looked at me like he, like he was scared, and I was like, "Well, there goes the VR." Like I'm like I, don't, I can't. I'm not really gonna be mad about this. Uh, but uh, everything was fine. The VR system's okay, and you don't have to worry, Ebone, because although I defended myself properly at the end of last show and avoided the purchasing of the Xbox One dick punch from you guys, you got dick punch. It's on. It's on the air. It's he on got. The show. He he dick punched me again. Just straight up, like oh, this was super so hyper, good. like spinning around in the chair. The V, the VR falls right. Jay's in straight panic mode. He goes from like not even caring at all, whipping out of the chair and running out of the room. And I'm thinking, where the hell did he go? Then he just comes flying into the room, dick punch straight into a dick punch. It was <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen. And so Cable, his father, is like. It's like, Xavier, you don't dick punch people except for Anton, <laughs> which is Cable's brother. So I was like, wait a minute. So, wait a minute. Wait, what's wait, going on? Wait, wait, I wasn't tracking this. I thought you meant Grim ran out of the room and ran back in and dick no, punched the, no, Xavier, Xavier, the seven-year-old boy, yes. son of Cable, yep. Xavier, son of Cable, yes. ran out of the room and then just ran back in and dick punched Yeah, he you. spun in the chair and then, and then once the VR got kicked off, he got out of the chair. Ran out of the room like a like a bolt of lightning, and we're like, okay, where'd he go? And then he comes flying back in the room, straight like Superman. Dick punches me. The the weird thing was he flew into the room and then he kind of like stopped and kind of was like not just nonchalantly looked at Jazzy, and then, and then this, just lunged and just lunged. <laughs> it was like whoa, and then like I think it was so unexpected that he hit him in the dick and Jazzy didn't react at first because he couldn't like, and then he was like. Oh, <laughs> it was like sheer <laughs> shock. Seriously, just happened. So, <laughs> like yeah. how Cable's response was only punch your uncle. In the <laughs> it was great. So oh, was fun so times, good. fun times in the in the game yeah. rooms. Thank you, Tess, for the questions. Our next question comes from Bub, and he says video games have given us stories that, in some cases, can rival cinema. Games like The Last of Us and Uncharted deliver stories that feature action sequences that would fill Michael Michael Bay's jealous rage. <laughs> With these amazing stories come characters that we attach to and feel so emotionally connected with. Out of all the games you've played, which character or character's death in a video game affected you the most? Man. I mean, my go-to is always Dom from Gears of War. And that's just simply when you start playing a trilogy, and I mean, as the trilogy plays on, you kind of get the idea that Dom is, he's the number two, he's that support hero, you know, so like, is he going to be the one that lays on the sword so that the heroes can finish their mission? That's exactly what he does. And so when it happens, though... I had so much investment into that character. I cared so much about my character that when he died, it was uh, yeah, it w- that one really like stuck with me. Like, and uh, I'd say another one that like just was so hard to even watch was the beginning of Last of Us, and mm-hmm. uh, that one that that is just brutal when you're you know a spoiler alert, you know. Skip thirty seconds if you haven't played Last of Us, but you know when when the you're a father and you have to basically you know kill your own daughter. Um, that's uh, 
Yeah, it's brutal, brutal. I couldn't, but like that, <laughs> that, that, that was like the first like couple minutes of the game, and you're just like, oh man, <laughs> like the game, like you haven't even played yet, practically. Like I don't even know if you've controlled the character yet. It just happens, and you're like, holy shit! <laughs> Turns out to be one of the best story-driven games ever, though. Ab- absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Ebone. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Skip 15 seconds. Skip uh, 30 seconds. Uh, as we know, I'm a huge Borderlands fan. So, Angel, I just remember being really upset when it all gets unraveled that Angel is Jack's daughter that he's exploiting, and then she dies, and you just feel terrible. I didn't know that. Damn it. I said spoiler alert. I'm kidding. I knew that. <laughs> you it's ruined bo- it for okay. everyone who's playing. It's Borderlands. <laughs> I've been there. I've done that. The game's been out for six years. So. And it's great. That was that is a really good yeah. uh, a really good twist. Mine honestly wasn't a playable character. It was uh, Seto, which <laughs> is uh, Slippy. <laughs> no. God, Jazzy, you're the worst. <laughs> when Slippy's p- ship got shot down, he's going No, it's not Slippy. It's a uh, Seto. That's a uh, Nanaki's father from Final Fantasy VII, which Nanaki is Red Thirteen, so the the cat character, I guess. But like, you find out about this character. And um, there's like this wood flute slash like Indian drumline in the Skip background flute. music, and it's just man, it's just super sad like part of the game, and like you don't even get to like play, but they like tell you the storyline of this guy's father, and it's just super heartbreaking. Yeah, another one that I'll have to uh, throw out there, and this one is a true spoiler alert, but it really did it really hit home. I think it'll hit home to anybody. Is the end of Gears of War 4. Spoiler alert, 30 seconds, go. Plug your ears. When, at the end, Kate's mom has to basically be put down by Kate is brutal. It is hard to watch, and you know it has to be done, but it's just its just one of those... I think it's one of those fears that... that video game creators play off of is that your parents mean everything to you so when the idea that they're gone is the scariest moment in your life so yeah alright I'm done with that spoiler alert over spoiler alert over Marcus Phoenix dies ha 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 just kidding you son but, of a bitch no I'm just kidding <laughs> but he was dead the whole time it's six cents bitch <laughs> oh shit <laughs> But that's a really good question. There's been yeah. so many of them. Thanks for the question, Bub. Our next question uh, Halo comes... Halo 5. Just the whole thing. The whole thing. It's a death. It's watching, a death. Watching the Halo series death. Watching yeah. Halo die. Watching just this <laughs> downward spiral of this... this. Oh, man. That's the most uh, depressing one yet. Shout out to when Ash let his Butterfree go. That was that. Yeah. Right? Right? Damn. Right? It went off to be with the big Butterfree well, I get to bring that up. I literally just watched that episode like a month ago. <laughs> That's why I learned I had feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Our next question is from Chops, and he puts, How do you feel about pumpkin spiced things? I think they taste like hot garbage. They are 100% overrated. (laughs) I don't don't get them. Um, I don't really drink pumpkin spiced things. I, I like pumpkin pie. And I like sometimes when people like bake their pumpkin seeds they're out from their pumpkin but as far as all this coffee and tea and all this shit that comes around for a few months called pumpkin spice I'm just kind of like 
Just give me my normal coffee. Listen. Listen, Grim. When I want to just treat myself, I put on my vest. I put on my knee-high boots. I go down to the Starbucks. I get a pumpkin spice latte, and then I meet up with some of my girls. It's just girls. It's just time to be just girls and read books in the fall and pumpkin spice. And you wouldn't understand. How much you of, hate clowns because you're a bigot. How much of that got pulled from Parks and Rec right there? The Did treat you? yourself part. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't drink pumpkin oh, spice. Oh, no, it tastes, it tastes like someone's <laughs> dumping pumpkin diarrhea in your mouth. Yeah, I drink so, my coffee black like a grown man. Right, exactly. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Thank God you said that because I was about to dick punch you. Yeah, I deserve it. Pumpkins. Yeah. It's, okay, first of all, I don't even like pumpkin, but I don't like pumpkin anything. Yeah. I don't like the way pumpkins smell when you cut them open. I like things I like. The Pumpkin candy corns. That's it. That's, <laughs> as far as pumpkin going in my mouth, pumpkin-shaped candy corns. All right. What about you, Jazzy? <laughs> I I will agree with Chops. I think pumpkin spice is hot garbage. I can't stand it. Like so, so just so here's my reason. Sto- here's my reason story about pumpkin spice hot garbage. Okay, I'm at Tivana with my wife and she, the brick bitch, and she wants some tea stuff because that you know she wants it. So I'm like, whatever, let's go. And they have pumpkin spice everywhere in this store. It's like it's like it's hot right now. Get it before it's gone. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, I get it, guys. You're pushing this shit hard. So. I tried it, right? I tried the tea, the pumpkin spice tea, and I about threw up in the store. I, I, I literally, I took a sip. I, it was one of those moments where you like, you're like, and you just like spit it back in the cup. You know, you're like, Bleh. and I threw it away. Two, two minutes later, that that North Face. Ugg Boots mom with her little stroller comes by and they're like, would you like to try the pumpkin spice? And she's like, absolutely. So she gets the pumpkin spice and she sips it and she, her face winces, right? Like, like I'm in the store. She's outside the store. Her face winces and she goes, ooh, that's delicious. <laughs> <And> <laughs> she's like, lying and she's going to get kicked out of her book club. It's, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you don't have to lie to her. She's not your friend. She doesn't care. She just wants your money. It's horrible. Admit it. I kid you not. About a week and a half ago, I was at a Tavana and I had an employee hand me something and I went, ooh. And then and then I was like, oh, what is this? And then my wife looks over and she goes, what are you doing? Put that down. Because it was pumpkin spice. <laughs> she like yelled at me like I wasn't allowed to have it. Right. And she's like, you slept like she knew. Hand. She knew it was just going to make me want to throw up in the store. That would have been the best day of my life. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I would have loved it. I would have loved it. Oh like, Tavana's such a nice store and I just puked all over one of their employees. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I do like pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is good. My mom made these uh, like muffins that are like pumpkin muffins that have like a cream cheese frosting on it, and those are pretty good. Anything your mom makes is good. So yeah, I mean I'm on board with that. But I just won't let her make anything pumpkin spice. So yeah, don't do we, that. That's how we do it. Okay. Our last question comes from Queen Martina. Ooh. ooh, how you doing, girl? <laughs> I will also. Ooh, still want to get left out. Yeah, there you go. How do you guys find? Play- she has a bunch of questions, so I'll just read them one at a time. How do yeah. you guys find PlayStation VR? Because I'm very interested in actually knowing. Um, it's like, um, it's a game changer. Yeah, it literally. Okay, so coming from a guy that has that had talked poorly on VR. 
thought the price points were too high, thought the games weren't there, uh, tried it at conventions, just didn't feel like the tech was there. I am blown away. I am proved proved wrong, and I love my PlayStation VR. I can't wait to see where this technology goes. It's early. It's 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 Gen One. People that are ripping on it need to understand. It's the beginning, guys. When you buy a $20 game and the tracking isn't perfect, it's a $20 launch title. The tracking's not going to be perfect. Yep. So, But when you play Rigs, you can, you see potential. Is Rigs perfect? I won't call it perfect. It's no. a fun game, and it shows you the potential of, of this device. Yes. I put it on my face, couldn't look up a bundle that was still in the state and instantly went out and dropped $530 on purchasing the bundle separately. Yeah. So that that's how amazing it is. <clears throat> what what are some of the VRs you'd like to see? Uh, one of the games probably? Yeah, what are some VRs that you would like to see? I'm so games. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited now. Now that I have a taste of VR, I'm really excited for the uh, Robinsons. Which we saw E3, which was like this, you know, your first person character, and there's this little floating robot in front of you talking to you, and you're in like this jungle, like you can't see anything. But clearly, like, this robot is super sophisticated. So, and then a T Rex comes rushing through the, the woods, and you're like, and he's just like, we better run. And that's all you get. But I'm just like, oh man, like now that I know what it's like, I'm super excited to see more of that. And now that we got the demo of Resident Evil 7, yes, I want to be able to play part of Resident Evil 7 that we didn't see the trailer for because I know nope. Nope. that game will... I will crap my pants. Nope, nope, nope. Just nope. I... Just when I was playing Riggs and the loading screen went black, I was like, I hope something doesn't jump out at me. <laughs> I hope Grimm's not standing behind me trying to scare me. And then I was like... Nope, can't play Resident Evil 7. Can't happen. We I should, would die. We should develop something. It's like a black screen, right? And then we'll put something super creepy on, off of his vision, and then we'll like tap his shoulder to make him turn his head right into it. And just diarrhea. Yeah. And ruin then, your <laughs> chair. Hope you're happy. It's not my new chair, so yeah, you can ruin that Do one. Do it at Jazzy's house. And you do it in my chair, yeah. you'll die. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for those games. I'm excited for uh, Star Wars Battlefront. I, I, that's what I'm the most excited to play is Battlefront and yeah. VR. I think that's going to be incredible. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, anything. Because VR, everything that I've at least had my hands on has been far beyond what I could imagine. Riggs, Riggs proves that the shooter aspect of it can work, and it proves to me that first person can work. So I would love to be... I mean, if if I had to pick like a like a dream would be um, would be Metroid Prime in VR, because the concept of being able being inside of any helmet works so well that if you could have an interactive, you know, uh, visor, and and be able to you know turn around 360 degrees in the room and in, and and uh, interact with the world, there's so many possibilities yeah. at that point. Well, it's gonna be a launch title for the homeboy, so uh, we can only hope. Don't you worry. Oh well, then that hits our next question. Do you think NX is going to have a VR component or something similar? Do I think Nintendo will do it? No, because Nintendo never catches on to the the current thing that's popular. So back when when online gaming became a thing, Nintendo sat there for years and said, "Oh, people don't want to do that." 
and that, and until you know we had multiple generations of everybody else doing it, then finally Nintendo reacted. I would obviously Metroid would be my number one decision for a VR experience, so I would love it, and I would support it a hundred percent if Nintendo wanted to put something out. Here's the thing: NX can't be VR. NX needs to come out, and then a, and then two years down the road or a year down the road, you you announce your VR system. Don't don't try to throw it all out yeah. and just try to catch up to everybody because that'll be a nightmare. Man, what if they do throw it out VR though? Like they've kept everything about the NX so hush hush that what if like they finally make an announcement and be like, what if it's, it's going to be VR? What if the device is VR? Right. The whole damn system. That you could be like it. the biggest surprise Nintendo ever. Virtual Boy Two. We did it right this time. That's a slogan. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy it. <laughs> Virtual homeboy. Yeah, Virtual well. homeboy. <laughs> now with less eye cancer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Man, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'd have to agree with Graham. I don't think they're going to, but the the potential's there. I guess the surprise factor. You have to maybe hope. But what would your reaction be to Breath of the Wild coming out completely in VR? To be in the Zelda world, actually, finally, as Link. I mean, for Jazzy, it'd be a dream come true. Yeah, I would. I'd play all the Zelda games. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, from what I've seen of 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 Zelda or Breath of Fire or Breath of the Wild, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, it'd be it'd be great in VR. But as far as like the the just the world of Zelda and VR, that's. Metroid being my number one, Zelda would probably be my number two, even over like a Mario World. Like a Mario World would be fun, but I would probably go Metroid, Zelda, Mario. I want the original Legend of Zelda in VR. <laughs> it's like, but it's like first person because you can actually play that original Legend of Zelda from the first person in that sort of setting, and that would actually be pretty cool. Anything it VR looked like cool. diarrhea, but it'd be cool. You put a VR though, and it'll look cool. Playing the original Doom in VR would be cool. Oh man! Yes, exactly. Right, hundred <laughs> percent. But uh, we got one more question, so let's thank uh, Queen Martina for the question. Yep, thank, thank you so you, much, my queen. <laughs> wow. I am the water wizard. <laughs> I'm the water wizard's back. I've risen up from your toilet bowl. <laughs> and that's the last question she ever sends to the show. All right, so we I got. Apologize, <laughs> my lady. <laughs> <laughs> we got one more question chiming in from someone who's been missing for a few weeks, and we're happy to have him back. Braden is chiming in with a video question. We're gonna get some audio playing here, so let's get this started up. Hey guys, it's Braden coming at you this week. My video question. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I have to do for my wife, to my wife, to let her buy me a PlayStation VR. Um, this is something I've been contemplating, but I've been putting it off because of the expense. And um, I don't know, it doesn't really fit well within our food budget and everything else budget. So, uh, what can I do to this beautiful lady here to get her to let me buy a PlayStation? VR headset. Hashtag Dick's in for Jazzy because he bought an Xbox and he's a cheating whore. <laughs> Have a great week, guys. See you next week. 
Dixon? Dixon for Jazzy. So yeah. I, we, we didn't show the video, um, but he actually shows his wife at that point, and uh, she, she looks completely disturbed. <laughs> She's just like, what? So yeah, um, we I talked to Ray a little bit because he's been asking about it. You know, he he read some negative things, and I kind of explained to him. I go, a lot of these people that are re- that are posting negatively, either a I just don't believe have tried it. They're or, poor people. <laughs> yeah, they don't, I don't believe they've tried it, or they or they're just expecting, you know, to be living inside of Pandora and Avatar right. by putting this thing on their head. Like, but I just everybody that's touched it that I know loves it, and. If the reviews across the board are for a Gen 1 device out the gate, this thing, it just works. It just works. It looks good. It's fun. Like, short of us finding out that in six months we're all going to go blind, I don't see negative to it right now. But, um, man, what could you do for her? Honestly, the best thing to do is to bring her over and let her give it a shot because... When I got mine, I had uh, my parents that I wanted to get them to try VR. And they're very like, you know, my mom only plays Dr. Mario. That's all she plays is Dr. Mario. So her first call, I was like, you guys want to try the VR out? Like, come on, let's, I want to show you this. Let's go give it a shot. And she's like, well, can I play Dr. Mario on it? Well, then I don't want to do it. And I'm like, just try it. Trust me. She's a she's a woman of principle. Uh, right. Why did that trickle down to you? I have no she idea. She sticks to her guns. <laughs> but uh, we're sorry. I did get we're the sorry, uh, mom. Yep, I did get the headset hooked up on her, and I literally just threw her into the demo of uh, PSVR Worlds, mm-hmm. and I put her into the the Shark Tank cage and dropped her into the ocean, and she was just amazed that there was like manta rays swimming right up next to the cage. She was actually reaching out trying to pet them. Like in the room. I kid you not. Um, I threw the London heist in after that where you have to pick up a gun and then you actually look to aim and then pull the trigger and shoot stuff. And she was shooting. You just shoot little like, you know, dummies that pop up and like rabbits that run across the screen. Stuff like that. Little, little targets. And once they were her and my father were done playing with the VR, they were they were walking out of my game room, and my mom goes, "I'm gonna play that shoot 'em up game tomorrow." So she instantly got she went into it like I don't really know if I want to do this, and instantly got sold on it. So my parents don't play video games, and they uh, were the only thing that's ever affected them was the Wii when it first came out, where I could get them to play bowling and tennis and all that type of stuff. When they got to try VR at the Nerd Barbecue, I knew they liked it, but I didn't know how much it necessarily affected them. To the point where when they saw my pictures when I first was talking about this, and they they came walking by the house and we were leaving to go get your VR, Jesse. Yep. They were coming over to try the VR. I, I'm, in, I'm 100% like sure that that's what they were going to do. But they knew we were leaving, so I said, we're going to come over soon because we want to try that. And I was like, wait, I don't have to force it upon you guys? Like, like, like that's how much effect, like, VR in the, if, like, if she's never tried it and, and you want to, like, show her the, the potential, like, yeah, I think, I think putting, like you said, having her come over here and trying it out. Same with Brayden, who he thinks he wants it, but he hasn't tried it either. You know, right. like, but when you put this thing on, it literally, it, you're in the game. 
you are in the mech. You are you are Batman. Like it's it changes the entire concept of playing a video game. And I never thought I could do that. And I am I'm so happy that I was wrong. But I mean, other things you could do for her, um, I don't know. Tell her you love her, take care of her in the bedroom, um, you know, take the kids off her hands and let her have a, uh, a, a night out with her friends. And if that doesn't work, you can um, sneak out on your lunch break at work and collect cans in the local park's garbage cans. That is true. That is true. You uh, also could threaten her since she actually said, and I'm throwing her on blast on the podcast, she said that the new Ghostbusters movie is better than the original. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that came from a Ghostbusters fan. Yes. <laughs> I really like Brayden's wife. She's a nice lady, but that really just... Brayden threatened divorce when that came out of her mouth. So I think you have a little bit of leverage right now. I'm like, listen, I will forgive you. <laughs> Just let me go get PSVR. That's and a few games, and some some uh, moonshine, and a hooker. Now, Brayden, I'm going to give you a different scenario, and it comes from my knowledge and my wisdom from being married for three months. <laughs> I lately have been looking on Craigslist thinking maybe I'm going to buy myself a Mortal Kombat 4 arcade machine. And I have come up with how I'm going to get this. And it's the same way you're going to get a VR headset. You and I are going to rob a bank. (laughs) (laughs) And before our wives get all questioning on where the giant Mortal Kombat machine came from and where the VR, multiple VR headsets came from, we're going to make sure we buy them some really nice jewelry. And uh, tell them not to worry about it. Yeah. Because we'll be bank robbers, and you're smart, and I'm wily, and between the two of us, I think we can pull off a heist. I think you got a solid plan there. So there we go. So come over to the Motor City Gaming Studios, and you can go into London Heist VR. And practice. To practice, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There's a heist game on VR? Yeah. Even better now. (laughs) Now I can practice too. I didn't even know. I'm curious, how much do does a MK4 cabinet go for? I thought I saw one for seven fifty recently. Okay, all right. I just wondered. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, in the arcade, you know, that's not bad. It's really not. It's yeah. really not bad at all. No, not at all for what you're getting. If I mean, if you're, you know, I would love. That's something that I'm missing. You know, I have a, I have over a thousand video games now in the collection, but I don't have any. Arcade machines, yep. and I would like. There are a couple. There's one pinball machine that I I would die for. Still runs six thousand dollars, and that's the Tron Legacy pinball machine. And then you know I would love the X Men arcade game, but I would only want it with double TVs, the super wide. I one. almost found it for you. It just didn't work right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, you know the oh, one that would go next to it that could oh, that's always acceptable is the Simpsons arcade game. Um, that one's pricey still. Yeah, and then and then of course like a uh, turtles and time. turtles. Yeah, turtles. Uh, but I did play something at Pinball Pete's, Marvelous Capcom Two Arcade. I would love that in my in my basement for sure. That was a blast, and I I, I beat Rick's ass, Inkster Rick's ass, Ghetto ass Rick's Ghetto ass, ass Rick's ass. Beat his ass. <laughs> there was I okay. This is completely. We don't even need to be getting into this, but I have to. I have to make this note. 
We played like two matches. The second match, he was beating me pretty bad. He was up three three fighters to two. He already knocked out my main Wolverine. I only had Sabretooth and Iron Man because the uh, CV, the the uh, the monitor was so bad. It was you got one color green. That's what we were playing. But it was still like it still was that amazing that I want one right. And so I I beat I beat up um, his cap pretty bad with Sabretooth. Thank God. Sabretooth goes down. All I have. Is Iron Man. He calls in Colossus. So you got Cap on. He calls Colossus in for support. And right as he's coming in the screen, I had already activated my alt, which is a gigantic cannon that just shoots straight across. It melted Cap and took 75% of Colossus's <laughs> life. And I had enough to pull it a second time. And I, <laughs> so I ended up beating him. I was like, Oh my God! That was the luckiest timing ever. So uh, I went two and zero against Gangster Ass Rick. That was my highlight. Besides, besides Tron Pinball. But yeah. Anyways, that's a good idea. Robin well, Banks. For, yeah. Thanks for the question, Braden. Yeah. Yeah. Good to definitely, have you back. definitely. Uh, come on over and bring her with you and try it out. Because even if that doesn't sway her, it's it's worth the try. Yeah, I think it's something too, Braden, that you could really sell as a uh, a family item. Like, I don't think it's something that like you're just gonna love. Like, the kids will love that. Yeah. Like, supervise them, of course, because it's you don't want them like you know running and knocking your TV over or something like that. But like, I think the kids would enjoy it a ton. We saw we saw Xavier have a blast yeah, with. We it. saw a seven year old go from crashing into everything to basically teaching himself how to drive. Yeah, that's it. Really <laughs> was. It was kind of creepy almost. It was like whoa, he really like grasped that in like a matter of minutes. And it's really it's a safety thing for the family. If your kids know how to drive, if you get really drunk, your kids can drive you somewhere. Yeah, so, seven year I mean, old can get you there. It's a safety thing. Lot, they have high energy levels, you know. Your son can help us rob a bank. There you go. There you go. Wheelman. Yeah. Playing yeah. Ten minutes of He'll VR. be the getaway. Turn it into a family thing. The getaway driver. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, obviously, one of Braden's big things is that when the family's watching some TV, they only have the one TV in the living room, and he wants to play some games. He thinks it'd be cool where he could throw that on, and uh, and use it as a screen, which is something that you can do uh, with the system. So. That is also a sell point for him. But, yeah. Well, thanks for the question. Um, we want to remind everybody that we do have our giveaway, our October giveaway going on right now. So head on over to MotorCityGaming.com where you can enter to win a digital copy of the Ultimate Edition Gears of War 4. That gives you all the original games, Gears of War 4, the season pass for 24 maps, and all sorts of goodies coming out with those maps. Uh, all of that is being given away this month from Motor City Gaming. So make sure you head over there. Um, check us out. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Play, and you can download us right from our website, MotorCityGaming.com. And if you can't get enough of us, definitely go out and check out our other podcast, Legend of Retro. We have Chops and Xander that lead that up, take you to a blast from the past, talk about all the cool retro games. I believe they have the Mario Kart version still coming out here pretty soon. This week. Yep, this so, week. yeah, this Thursday you'll be able to check out Mario Kart 64 with yours truly, Grimlock, on the show as a guest. 
and they uh, are about to record their final episode of the season, which is their arcade edition. We did just have that meet and greet last uh, Friday at Pinball Pete's. Great to see fans of that show come out and meet all of Motor City Gaming. So shout out to uh, Tony and Retro Mike was there. Yeah, we had uh, Gangster Ass Rick was Gangster there. Gangster Rick, yep. Master Caleb, whole bunch of fans. Yeah, of, yeah it was it was a really good their time. Show and uh, ours. Thank, you know, Sarah came out, um, and I oh my, I completely forgot her name, but Retro Mike's yeah. Retro Mike's girlfriend was there. Uh, so thanks for coming out. She won a uh, or Chops won her a very creepy ass cat stuffed cat that um, yeah it, it disturbed me the entire night. I I wanted her to throw it in the trash, but you know we did come up with a new nickname for uh, for Inksterick. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, yeah, we're not gonna say it on the air though. Yeah, no, I'm going to. It's gonna happen right now. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do it. You hear that, Rick? Uh, I do care about you, even though you are gangster-ass Rick from Inkster. Inkster, not Five Mile. Get yourself checked. Also, stay tuned to everything that they're doing. They will have the updates on their Season 2 coming out shortly after their release of their last uh, last episode of this season. And... Uh, Definitely hit us up and hook up with us for any of the meet and greets that they would have in that season as well because we had a bunch of people come out, had a great time. We had uh, Tony that um, pretty much broke the arm wrestling machine. Like, yeah. he glitched it. Yeah. Like, there's no way he got an infinity on the last level. There's no way. There's zero way. He he definitely it, he definitely is glitching. Yeah, like you know, every yeah. machine there was pretty much. He yeah. touched it and it glitched out, and he just. You were calling it. him something. What were you calling? I was. Him? He he's the glitch. Yeah, the glitch for sure. Yeah, he's a cheat. You should call no him way. a son of a glitch. Yeah, he's a cheat. Son of a glitch. There you go. You little glitch. Like son of Flynn. I like it. This definitely could fit right into Tron. He is the glitch. Perfect. It does. It does. It makes sense. I like yep. it. Okay, there you have it. We just we created another nickname. I mean. I think it, his name is The Glitch on, on Xbox or, or, yeah, or, or oh, PS, yeah, that's right. PS4. So we didn't really create it, but but we're making it popular now. Yeah. We're making it known. If you You're want no a longer... nickname, make sure you send in a weekly email to info at MotorCityGaming.com. Yes. And Tony, all of your emails need to be The Glitch from now on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's pretty easy for him. Make but, it happen. Yeah. I mean, we saw him at Pinball Pete's. I don't think that will be a problem. But, all right, well, uh, thanks for tuning in. We air every Tuesday, and we can't wait to be back to our next episode. But until then, check us out on all the social media. Check us out at MotorCityGaming.com. We got new blogs going up. We're going to have a Gears of War 4 review. We have a uh, Dragon Quest Builders reflection coming up. I'll have my PlayStation VR review coming up but with actual video uh, of us using it. So make sure to check out the, uh, the blog page and uh, feel free to comment and ask questions, all that stuff. We love interaction. Yep. Also, stay tuned to Gaming in Detroit because you and I are going to be do, doing some dual streaming VR rigs soon. Yeah, so we, uh, we're working on setting up that through the uh, the stream rig upstairs. We think we got it all figured out, but we're going to have a dual stream. You'll be able to see us with our headsets on. Not that that will be very entertaining, but uh, you'll be able to see us, which is one big thing that I think a lot of people haven't been doing. Um, we've figured out a way to, uh, to rig it up. Pun Rigs. intended. Pun intended. <laughs> and, uh, I see what he did there. Yeah. He said up. <laughs> Damn, so, <Jesse. laughs> and, 
God. But, uh, yeah, so stay tuned to that. Lastly, I'd like to give a shout-out to Slackjaw Punks. They are another podcast that focuses around movies, TV, and comic books. If you like video games, of course you do because you're listening to us. But if you're also a nerd and you enjoy those superheroes, you enjoy those horror movies, things like that, check out Slackjaw Punks. They are fantastic. We've been on their show a couple times. We're trying to get Bub over here to be on our show. And uh, they're just they're, they're a fun time and some cool some cool dudes over there. So, But uh, that's about it. I think we're going to sign off. I'm going to go put my VR headset on and uh, go back to the real world rigs. So <laughs> until next week, game on. Jazzy, drop me a beat. But I took a dick for some bullets. I'm talking about bullets and hoes. Bullets and hoes. Oot. Oot. <laughs>